Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. We're with you for another week here to talk about the Tampa Bay real estate market here on the Duncan Duo Show. I'm Andrew Duncan of the Duncan Duo, joined by Mike Corrigan with Cross Country Mortgage. When we aren't on air, make sure to follow us on all of our socials. We are at the Duncan Duo, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, TikTok, pretty much everywhere. Always giving away cool uh, lightning stuff as well as making sure to keep you updated on everything that is going on in the real estate market, including cool TikTok videos of people in my office decorating <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> yes. all this week. Um, it's interesting. Social media is always interesting because sometimes you'll put out something that you think is like the best content. Like you're like, man, this is such good information. Like this is so powerful. If everyone reads this, it's going to be so good. And it'll get like nine views. Right. And then you put <laughs> out a video of attractive women decorating for Christmas and it gets cr crazy numbers of views, you know? So it's, it's interesting because it, it just sometimes just doesn't make sense to me. There's times where I think like, man, I nailed that video and it is such relevant information that no one else is talking about. And this should get so many people. And then we put out a video of, you know, me shutting a car door and it gets, you know, 10x the views. It yeah. just does not correlate to my logical brain sometimes. <laughs> so, um, but nonetheless, if you want both the entertaining and the educational stuff, Follow us on social media at The Duncan Duo. Uh, also, attention real estate agents. We are hiring and growing. If you are listening to this show and you didn't have the year you wanted or you're worried about what's going to happen for you in 2023, because I think there are a lot of them out there, we're already seeing uh, for sure numbers dropping the board, agents going and getting jobs, agents dropping out because they're, they're not making the income. Um, you know, We hired a director of agent growth, Don Boardwell. And Don is uh, massively experienced in helping agents revamp uh, and and you know incorporate into a team model. And the the amount of advertising we're doing isn't going to stop. So we're very well positioned um, with a lot of um, a lot of people leaving the industry, bouncing, cutting advertising costs this time of year. And and this is you know for us we look at it like man this is first quarter we're going to get off to a great start because we're putting fundamentals back in the business. And, uh, you know, improving training and coaching and then not letting the foot off the pedal with advertising. So the um, if you're an agent and you're thinking about a new opportunity or you're thinking, you know what, you may not make it in the business, let, talk to us first. You can go to jointheduo.com. You can message us uh, there. You can sign up for a career night. You can send us an email, careers at theduncanduo.com. Uh, you can apply for any of our open positions on jointheduo.com as well. And, you know, interestingly enough, we've had, um, I think, a, you know, a handful of agents join in the last few weeks, a couple of them very experienced, very savvy, you know, smart agents that see what's happening and know, you know what, I, I'm not going to be able to keep doing what I've been doing from my sphere of influence and from my friends. Yep. You know, I need something more. I need some structure. I need accountability. And if I'm going to succeed and thrive through the worst real estate market we've seen in the last few years, certainly sure. not the worst in my career, right. but but in the last two years, it's, it's going to be worse. Um, you're going to need more. And you know what? There, there are a lot of brokerages out there, I think, that are going to you know put their head in the sand. And um, there are a lot of teams that aren't going to get the support or the rainmakers are going to say, you know what? I need to jump back into production and start taking these leads again. Uh, that's not something I'm doing. So then they're competing with their team and they're, they're taking the, the low-hanging fruit. And then the team members are ne are left with scraps. So I think there's going to be a lot of that out there. And and um, I think agents are going to be looking for a, a new place. And we want to be that place for them with a, you know, kind of a revamped training and coaching program and 
just a, a great, successful, long-term model that has you know, been through the ups and the downs of, of every market. It's interesting, Mike, when I look at some of the companies that are out there that are in the industry, and I'm not going to name names because you sure. know, I don't, I don't want to like, I'm not a, a bashing person, but some of the companies that don't have a good balance sheet, yep. you know, some of them that have their stocks that have lost 90% in the last couple of years that haven't profited at all. They're basically buying agents. They, you know, there, there's been a lot of that going on. You know what? We're going to pay you to come here. And that model works great when the market's going crazy. Transactions are increasing and prices are increasing. But when you can't turn a profit and you abandon what got those agents to join you in the first place, a lot of those people are going to leave. Some of the CEOs of those companies are going out and giving speeches. And it's it's kind of funny because it's like, clearly this guy was not around, <laughs> Yeah, you know, 13 years ago yes. because things he's saying just don't make sense. And history, you know, history has, has taught us a lot of lessons. And uh, some of those CEOs don't have that history and didn't learn those lessons, apparently. Um, so so nonetheless, there are companies out there not prepared. And there are leaders out there not prepared. And I think there's going to be some agents suffer. Yeah, and the ability to pivot when markets change, because markets are always changing one way or the right. other. It's always going on. But the ability to pivot and then secondly, and this is what you and your team provide as a team, right? right? It's people that have the experience that have been there before. So even if you haven't, can help you navigate through whatever market's coming. And there, it's always going to be shifting. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I think that, you know, when I when I look at it from a couple different perspectives, um, you know, you have, you know, individual agents, and then you have people on a team, and then you have people that say they're on a team, but they're not really on a team. Right. There's a lot of this in the industry where where there really isn't a very good definition of what a team is, but in my business, it really is a team. Yep. Everyone's, serve, everyone's working in a specific role. Uh, they have specific tasks or specific clients. It's a specialist model, so they're specializing on something. They're not trying to do it all. And, and the problem is, is a lot of real estate agents are trying to do it all and trying to learn it all in their first year or two in the business. And look, there's people that have been in the business 10 years that can't learn it all. If you specialize in one thing at a time, you can really become an expert at it to where you can grow. I talk a lot about my early success in some some videos that I've done. And, you know, people look at the business I run today and they say, oh, you're advertised everywhere. I see you at the lightning games and on billboards and TV commercials. I hear you on the radio and, you know, you're, you're everywhere. Um, but the reality is it didn't start like that. But real estate agents get into the business and they say, oh, I want to be Andrew Duncan. So they try and be everywhere. They try and be all things to all people. What they don't realize is this is 18 years. Like the first yeah. the first seven years, I was not everywhere. I was, you know what, I'm going to focus on running Craigslist ads really, really well. And then I'm going to focus on running pay-per-click ads really, really well. And then I'm going to focus on calling call Fistbos and Expires really, really well. And I, did, and I get, become a master at those things a year at a time. And then it's, I'm going to advertise on radio. And then a two, couple years later, I'm going to advertise here. But, but people don't realize like that didn't happen overnight. Like all of the, it was a very long process to get to today. And society has made us all want like this instant gratification for sure we see our friends on social media uh which is which is a bunch of fake bs <laughs> right, yeah, right? right we see our friends on social media you know taking pictures with this cool exotic car and they're in their first year in real estate it's like they took a picture of their buddy's car <laughs> yeah. they found a car in a parking lot like you know i look at real estate agents sometimes i see what they post i'm sure people probably say that about me but i promise you the proof is in the pudding with me um, but I see people do that sometimes. I'm like, I just looked that person up. They sold three homes last year. <laughs> that, right. that ain't their Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like so so but unfortunately we've we've been misled by some of those things. And and there are people that look at what I've built and they say, Oh, I want to go do that. 
I, and I'll tell you where the best place to learn how to do that is. It's it's working at my company. Yeah. Like, you're not gonna you're not gonna look at what I'm doing and figure it out. But working at my company, you're gonna have to do the same thing I did. You're gonna have to work a, a little bit here, a little bit there. And eventually, you get to the point where you have enough skills and specializations and and stuff where you do go out on your own. But a lot of people that try and do it all at once themselves. They fail miserably. So many agents get out of the business and don't make it a year or two because they think they can do what I did in 18 years, and in a year. And you've got to start smaller. You've got to start realistic. The riches are in the niches. Specialize, become really good at something, then add something else, and then get really good at it, then add something else. And people don't realize that success isn't overnight. These things weren't just – it didn't just happen. I didn't wake up one day with, you know, man, my, my parents are broke. Like right. I didn't wake up one day with a bunch of money and become this advertising success. Like it was a long process. It was investing here. That didn't work. Let's try this. And and it was a long process that got to that. And and a lot of people don't want to do the work today. But if you want to get to where I'm at in my 18th year, you've got to start. You got to master the basics and and don't try and do too much too fast. Yeah, they want to skip over all. They of want that to skip stuff. it all. They want to skip it all. Be smart. And and people like you know I, I saw a guy at the gas station the other day in my McLaren. And the guy stops and talks to me, knows who I am, and says, man, how did you do all this? And I'm like, he goes, you know, you're so successful and you're you know, so young. I wanted to thank him for the young comment because <laughs> I'm 44. I'm not that young. Um, but, but And I told him, I was like, it's 18 years. You know, It's like 18 right. years of getting to this point. But pe- people don't realize that for probably seven or eight of those years, I dr- literally drove a 2001 BMW until 2013. Yeah. You know, so they don't, they don't see, like, I lived in modest homes – up until my current home, you know, like they don't see the grind. They don't see the the sacrifices that you make and they want to fast forward and skip all that. But in real estate, you can't, you can't skip the work. You can't skip the knowledge. Those, those scars and those wounds and that, that stuff I learned in doing one thing at a time and getting really good at it and then adding another thing and doing one good thing and then being able to leverage and scale that to other people took 18 years. Yeah. And that's, and you really want to go that way. Cause you know, what, what you get easily, you know, it goes away easily too. Right. You grinded for so long getting that. And I love that, that quote you gave, the riches is in the inches. I, I haven't heard that one before. Yeah. I love that. I yeah, mean, it's, it's, it's little things yeah. that people don't realize. And consistent, and, doing them consistently. Right. Right. And you know, I said it, I had a, um, you know, so again, join the duo.com, you know, I'm, I'm off on a tangent here, but join the duo.com. If you're thinking about a real estate career and you want to learn from somebody that's done it at a, at a super high level, the best place to learn is, is, is where, where it's been done. There's a lot of people out there running teams that are trying to teach people how to run teams that really aren't that successful themselves. You know, that, that don't operate businesses that profit that are, that are, you know, in debt out of their mind, you know, really ask yourself, who am I learning from and and what am I learning from them? But the the other thing I'll say is that, you know, I spent that really long time with the, 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 you know, learning that all that stuff. And so, but, you know, I I said this, you know, real producers, which is a a magazine that does stuff for real estate agents, uh, had me at a panel a couple of weeks back. And I said that, being successful in real estate, most people watching TV or seeing someone like me, they think that it is some like highfalutin, like really, you know, you know, all these cool things. Glamorous, but, yeah. Right. It's doing really, really boring stuff Over really, really well for a long time. And then that stuff shows up. But I spent, you know, of the 18 years I've been in, I spent more than half of that living well below my means, not having cool cars, not having millions of dollars, but just mastering the basics, getting really good at them and grinding, like working my, you know what off. And if, if you go into real estate 
in either whether you're coming in new now or whether you're somebody that needs to change, that's the mentality you have to have if you want to be really successful. If you're jumping in and thinking that it's going to be, uh, you know, some get rich, you know, quick opportunity, uh, that market is over. Um, it, it, that didn't happen anymore. It's, it's going to be about the, this market is not an order taker market. It's about the fundamentals, mastering the fundamentals and having someone there by your side to help make sure you look for those inches that every little thing that you can do to get better and better and better so that you can live a great life. And at some point have leverage and scale and not have to, you know, work all the time, you know? So anyway, we're going to be back. We're going to continue our conversation. We're going to talk about mortgage rates. You know, look, it's, it's, a, it's no secret. Everyone wants to know about them. They want yes. to know where they're at, where they're going. We're going to talk about that after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo show, talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market, talking mortgage rates. Look, it's no secret. Everybody wants to know about mortgage rates. They want to know, you know, what's happening. Is it, um, you know, is it, going to go are they going to go up are they going to go down right. are they you know where are they at um and and so a lot of people are curious and and what we've seen the last few weeks yes um is you know some some dropping finally you know, some softening in yes it, right right yeah no that yeah they definitely started to come down that you know some of the the work that the fed's been doing by raising rates you're starting to see inflation reports come down if you pay attention to things like that it's starting to slowly come down um, the inflation starting to turn over and, you know, inflation is the number one enemy of, of mortgage rates. So when inflation is going up, so are the rates and as inflation comes down, so will the rates. Yep. And so they're not always in lockstep and, and you know, they, the mortgage rates will lag the inflation a little bit. But as we go into next year and with all the work the Fed's been doing, we're starting to see the rates, they're going to go back down. And, and so right now we're telling people it's such an incredible time to buy because the rates are starting to come down. And, yeah, they may come lower, but the reality is, is when they come down lower, everybody's going to jump off the fence again. Correct. And then our inventory problem is going to be Correct. right back because they, it, it still isn't all the way to a balanced market. No. So everybody's going to jump off the fence, and all of a sudden the, the negotiation deals you can get right now by getting a buy down on an interest right. rate or getting price off or, or seller concessions, that's all going to go away again. I think, and, and again, we talk about this a lot. We, we expect rates will come back down. Uh, we expect inflation to, to you know, the statistics to get a little bit better next yes. year. And so I believe, you know, similarly that you're going to see, you know, some of the next few months be the best opportunity to buy for the long term because you'll end up being able to correct whatever you're overpaying on with rate when rates come back down. You refinance, refinance, right. you know? So there, there are people out there that are um, waiting and waiting and waiting. And I think, again, you're going to miss out. Um, there's some great deals to be had out there. It's a great time to buy. And, you know, near the end of the year for home buyers is usually a really great opportunity to negotiate too. Yes. So you've got people trying to get rid of a house before the end of the year. Maybe it's for tax reasons. Maybe it's just because they had a resolution. They wanted it done by the end of the year. Um, and, and so buyers have an incredible opportunity right now. If, if, if they wait, they may miss it. Like you said, you may be right back in that bidding war scenario because look, Inventory has risen, but it has not risen to the point of no. where, you know, we're we're seeing some sort of buyers crazed market. It's still a seller's market. It's still low inventory. And, you know, but buyers can get a little bit better deal. Um, buyers can negotiate a little bit more now than they did. For but sure. it is a fire sell. I mean, people aren't taking 50 percent off. No, you know, no. I mean, we're talking a few percentage points at best. Well, and another thing is if you are looking to buy your primary residence, um, closing by the end of the year has tax benefits to it because you can file your homestead exemption. If the property doesn't currently have a homestead exemption, which, which will save on your taxes, if it's going to be your primary residence, there's a benefit of closing December 31st versus January 1st. 
um, you know, to be able to do so. So that's just another reason. So, um, yeah, we are starting to see rates come down. It's it's a welcome sign. Again, do I see them going back into the threes or even to the twos? No, I, I don't see any of that. But could they come back? into the fives near five by the first half of next year absolutely we see that coming and i think it'll uh over time it you know again it's not going to be tomorrow it's going to take a little bit of time and they won't go straight down um but but they will be overall coming down and again you'll see ups and downs with that for you sure know, and, and again for people out there listening when you hear fed rates those don't directly correlate no. to mortgage rates those Correct. are those Short are term. much different things uh, do they have an impact? Yes, of course. They have an impact on mortgage rates and on the economy. But is this some instantaneous? Sometimes it's the exact opposite of an instantaneous. Like we saw right. not long ago where the Fed, you know, changed the Fed rate and mortgage rates went the opposite direction. Correct. So, again, don't don't make assumptions about things that you really don't know <laughs> understand about. yeah, yeah right. like there, there are a lot of there's there's a lot of that that happens and unfortunately the mass media has it wrong most of the time too right correct. so the the information they are feeding you can be incorrect so it's i tough. always find so, it interesting when people like really buy into listening to what the mass media uh says simply because if they were really experts on the subject matter they'd be they'd be making millions of dollars at it you know like if they're an expert about what's going to happen to mortgage rates they'd be playing the futures markets and they'd be making a fortune of money and and clearly they're sitting at a desk yep so they're not so again listen to the professionals you know the other thing that i would tell you is we have this service you know i'm actually going to save the service that we have I'll, i'll talk about this next but 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 talk to your local real estate agent or mortgage lender if you want to know what's going on in the market don't don't watch the news don't, it's old data. K, every time I hear K Schiller, I cringe. Was that two, three months old? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's old data. If you want to know what is going on right now in real estate, you need to talk to a real estate agent or mortgage lender. That full time real estate. You know, not not your brother's <laughs> uncle's cousin that just got their license. They don't teach you that in real estate license school. I'm talking about the people that can truly be economists that have been in the business a long time. They look at a lot of data. Um, you know, me for example. You know, my company gets all the data. I have multiple companies that pay me to give them information about what's going on in the market, to consult them and answer questions about what's going on in real estate. They wouldn't be doing that if I didn't have, you know, really good data to share with them, to update them on what's going on. So don't trust the news. Don't trust your part-time buddy real estate agent that sold three homes last year. He's not doing enough business to really know what the hell's going on. Right. Like you got to talk somebody doing a lot of business, looking at a lot of clients, having a lot of leads, a lot of transactions. Yeah, and you got to have somebody that knows how to interpret the data. That's why people exactly. pay you, right? The right. data can be anywhere. Anybody correct. can get it, but can they interpret it in the right way? Correct. What does that mean moving forward? Yeah, correct. So we're going to talk next about a tool that my team has that I want to share with you guys. Um, and and so if you're, if you're a home seller or you're someone thinking about a home value, we have a really cool report. I'm going to share it with you. I have a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. And, you know, we've got this new service that we partnered with. And it's a company called HomeBot. And they have like this AI type technology for predicting and giving you real estate values, trends, and charts about what's going on with your specific property. Now, look, I want to talk about the big elephant in the room, Z. You know, we'll just call it Z, okay? <laughs> it rhymes with pillow, all right? It's Zillow, okay? Like, I, you know, I can tell you. And and look, Zillow has, um, you know, they, 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 look, I advertise with Zillow. So, so as a company, it's not like I hate them so much that I don't advertise with them. But w- what I am saying is that a lot of people came to this understanding or belief over the last few years that they would plug into their address to that website and it would tell them, you know, what the home was worth. Right. And clearly... 
kind of back to what I was talking about with the media. If they were really experts at something, they'd make millions of dollars at it. They tried. Uh, Zillow clearly <laughs> was not an expert at predicting home values because they have lost billions of dollars buying and selling real estate. If they were really good at knowing what a place is worth, they wouldn't have lost billions of dollars. So the point is, is that for most consumers out there, they're still using it. They're still going to that site, even though the data is not that great. Uh, the reporting isn't that great. You get a number, but realistically, Zillow has now pivoted. They understand they're not in the home buying business. They're in the selling your information to a real yes. estate agent business. So um, in my opinion, the data that you get by plugging in your house on Zillow is is not that accurate. So we partnered with this new company that feels like they have a better grasp on it, and they don't have a desire to try and be a real estate buyer. They want to be a tech company, okay? They're not trying to own real estate and change all this stuff. So if you want a really exceptionally cool monthly report, it shows graphs and charts and predictions and what's going on in your neighborhood, the homes that have sold. But, you know, it is it is state-of-the-art AI-type stuff with this company. If you want that, just go to DuncanDuo.com. There's a part there where, where it says get your home value. Plug in your information, and we're going to put you on that, okay? We're going to put you on that report. If you go to Dunkin' Duo, you can also send us a message. You can send us something on social media and say you want the cool AI homebot report. We'll, we'll add you to the list and get your information out there. We're putting a lot of our past clients on it, and what we're finding is how many of them are super happy and impressed with this report. And it, and you can the cool thing about the report is you can kind of control it too. You can update your home information. You can decide. You know, you can you can adjust the comparables. Right. You know, you it's it's a lot more um, you know adaptive. The the downside with uh, AI and some of the real estate data that's out there is that some of the tech companies believe they're the expert, like the big Z word. Okay. You plug in an address and they show, throw out a number. Our service does that too. But the problem is that sometimes the big data company doesn't understand where the school boundary is or that you have a pool because it's a year old or that uh, the comps that they're using aren't really comps because they're on the other side of the railroad tracks or right. whatever it is. You have the ability with this service to kind of make some adjustments to that. And it's it's super, in you know, it like I said, it's, it's very AI-like. It's very intuitive. Um, and it lets you see what's going on in your neighborhood. Because here's the thing, okay? Real estate is so local that what you hear on the news, or even what I say generally about the Tampa real estate market, may not apply to Carrollwood. It may not apply right now to Davis Islands. It may not apply to downtown or Channelside or Beach Park or Lando Lakes or you know Wesley Chapel. It may not apply to any specific neighborhood the same as it does to another. When you plug in this information, you're getting the data that I that I get, right? You're getting my data that I use to analyze and make decisions, and you're getting it on a regular basis about your specific home that you own. You you know, if you own multiple homes, you can you can plug them yeah, in there, and you can cool. get them automated. And it, like I said, it's the best reporting and data I've ever seen. So again, go to DuncanDuo.com, click home value. You'll get a confirmation email with some generic stuff, and then we manually add you to this. So um, you know, or send us a message if you want to be added to it. So it's like I said, it is the best data that I've seen for home values um, and the most intuitive that I've seen where they're saying we're pretty expert. We know what we're doing, but we might have something off. And here's how you can make an adjustment. Yeah, because, again, Zillow. People go in, they plug in their dress, and then their house sells for 20% less. Or they find out that it didn't know what school district they were in. Or it didn't understand the condition. And all of these things can be adjusted to where you can almost run your own comparables. Like it's, it's like I said, it's it's incredibly intuitive. So 
message us through social media or go to dunkinduo.com and get our AI monthly home value report. Um, and, and again, whether you're thinking about selling or not, it's good information to have. Yeah, that is good. You to know, have. you know what's going on in your neighborhood. If you're yes. one of those people and you want to know what the neighbor's house sold for, and, right? You know, you don't really want to talk to anybody. You know, or if you're, you know, you're just nosy. You know, how much, you know, how much did they sell for? How much are they asking? And you don't want to, you don't have to talk to somebody. This report is is super cool. So um, we've added all of our past clients, like I said, and they all rave about it. So do that at DuncanDuo.com or send us a message through uh, one of our at the Duncan Duo social media channels. So we're going to be back wrapping up our last uh, segment uh, after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. If you're thinking about selling your home right now, first off, first step, hit us up at DuncanDuo.com. The second thing, I want to give you some advice about what the, the kind of the do's and the don'ts of selling your home during the holiday season. Um, you've seen the movie National Lampoon's Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Every year. Everyone's had. You know, I've already seen it three times <laughs> yeah. this year. Like it's, it is my favorite. In fact, for people that walk my neighborhood or happen to know where I live, I have a life-size Chevy Chase, um, you know, Clark Griswold. In the in the window next to my Christmas tree. Yeah, I will regularly talk to people that think that that's an actual person <laughs> that peers out over the neighborhood, uh, but it is Clark, you know. And so, you don't want your house to look like his house, right? With the decorations, okay. You've got to, you know, you've got to really tame it down because it, there's multiple problems that happen when you over overly, um, you know, decorate your house. With Christmas stuff, there, there's just a lot of obstacles with it. Number one, you distract the buyer because then the buyer is paying attention to your stuff, right, and not your house, and they're not buying your stuff. Um, so, so I say the same thing about people that have like, um, you know, like memorabilia collections or you know NASCAR stuff or you know any kind of collection that they right. want to display. That someone else might think is cool. Yeah, you don't want people paying attention you to that. You don't want people. It distracts people. You know, I, I showed a home not long ago, a several million dollar home. And um, the house in every room had um, cases of really valuable graded sports cards. I'm wow. a sports card guy. Yeah. I remember nothing about the house. I literally don't. I see so many houses. Um, and I literally don't remember anything about the house because I was looking at the sports card collection. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, this is a Mickey Mantle in this room. And here's this card. I mean, it, we're, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of wow. sports cards, right? In these little cases. And so the other issue is the stuff could get stolen, which is a whole other reason to not put it out. We're in every form, you know, when we tell people like hide your valuables, don't leave valuables right. out. But again, super high in home. Um, and again, my client, super high end buyer, buying, you know, looking at five million dollars in South Tampa on the water, and literally both of us were distracted by the sports car collection. You've got to take away things that are going to distract people. Decorations are going to distract people. The, the, the second part of that kind of distraction thing is if the, if you've got some enormous tree and you've got this elaborate decoration, the house 
doesn't look the same as when you know right. and and people will miss stuff they'll miss how big your living room is because you got the nine foot clark griswold christmas tree popping out the windows you know yeah. and a lot of times people move stuff around i know at my house we move some furniture around to fit in the the tree and different things so the the room may not flow as well as it normally does or like a normal living room or family room or you know whatever room it may be looks at that and so it can make your house look smaller or look awkward and that sort of stuff and again showing it in the proper light yeah, and I think that so we um, we always advise people just again don't don't have an elaborate crazy Christmas decoration. The second thing that's not as common but happens every once in a while is if someone super like I think most people that don't believe in Christmas or aren't Christian accept the holiday and accept people that that support it. Okay, there are some rare I'll call them passionate people that get offended sure by you know having a different religious belief so again we don't care what people's opinions and beliefs and all that are we're, we're selling your house right we want to get you the most money and i'm sure you don't mind who buys your house as long as they have the, the money so you could potentially offend somebody that um that you know does that 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 is bothered by it you got tripping hazards with christmas lights you know that's another issue um you, you also have um uh, inspection obstacles. Put the home under contract and you've got an overload on it. You could cause an issue at your house that triggers some sort of concern because you got, you know, 19, you know, <laughs> corns right. plugged Probably into not. one outlet. Yeah. So you've got, you've, you have to understand, in my opinion, you should really tone it down, you know, drastically tone it down or just wait. If you can't and you have the Christmas house of the neighborhood, then then wait until you take it down. And if you're going to do pictures, right, you should take it down all together. Of course, because otherwise you date it. Right. Like, you know, I see that. In January, you'll see properties like, oh, the Christmas tree's in there. You right. automatically visually tell people that the house has been on the market a while. Right. Look, they can look at the data and see that, but a lot of people don't even read the data. Yeah. I will tell you, we have clients all the time that don't even look at the data at all. Yeah, they're just I looking mean, at they pictures. Just, they just don't even – they just don't even look at it at all. So – I think that um, again, your uh, you, you know the struggle that you have is that people are going to, you know, mess that up. So, um, you know the, the the other part about the the Christmas decorations that I think people don't grasp um, is the um, you know, and again this is kind of going back to the memorable thing. Someone might remember the house as the Christmas house, but right. then they're not remembering all the other features that you have. You're just you're distracting people, and you just don't want to distract people. So, um, so again, you're listening to the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show here on WFLA News. I'm Andrew Duncan, joined by Mike Corrigan. When we aren't on air, uh, Mike Corrigan from Cross Country Mortgage. When we aren't on air, make sure to follow us on all of our socials um, at the Duncan Duo Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Snapchat. Uh, pretty much everywhere at the Duncan Duo. Mike, anything else you wanted to get to today? Anything you can think of? No, I mean, I, I just think, you know, I'm telling a lot of people out there because a lot of people have been frustrated with real estate and mortgages and stuff this year is that, you know, I think the worst is sort of behind us, right? I, I'm very, very optimistic going into 2023 that we will start to see interest rates come down. Um, it still is a great time to get out there and, and, and to buy property um, and and to buy, buy the next house. And I think that, um, you know, the market's going to look very different in 2023 and we're going to be back into um, not that it hasn't been healthy this year. It's, it, you know, we wanted more inventory for 
so long, and we got some of it this year and got more towards a balanced market. Um, but interest rates went up way more than we thought um, is going to be this year. Everybody missed it, right? Um, and and so we expect those to come back down, and next year should be a really healthy year. Yeah. So um, and and I'll tell you, I think that you know similarly. It's going to be a healthy year, but it's going to be, a you know, kind of a balanced. Yeah, year. right. So when we aren't on air, like I said, follow us on our socials. I know I talked about the real estate agent business and real estate agents earlier in the show. Join the duo.com if you're thinking about a real estate career. Um, there are a lot of people out there that are going to need to need to change companies. There are a lot of people out there that need some new systems and habits and need to, you know, pass off some of the things they're trying to do themselves and kind of grow into a team. So you can you can register for our career night as well as any of our open positions at jointheduo.com. Talked about you know the Christmas decorations and and tips for sellers. As far as buyers go, I mean kind of the opposite of what I said. You know if you're going out and looking at houses, try and look past. Right. Yeah, try not to pay can, attention yeah. to the decoration. If you're you know Christmas junkie, look look past the Christmas decoration stuff. Um, you know I, I think another tip for for buyers right now. Um, again, it kind of goes back to what we said earlier in the show about how they can get a great deal right now. Don't be afraid to throw out an offer. All the seller can do is say no, or they can counter it. But there are opportunities right now where you can pick up, you know, a, a good deal. You can get a you can get a discount that you couldn't have gotten otherwise. You can get someone to say, you know what, I'll do that. And and just because it's the end of the year and you can refinance later on and get your rate a little right. bit lower. Cause we expect rates are going to soften a little bit. We're going to see a little bit of of reprieve on rates uh next year yes so another home buyer tip it's the holidays what does everyone go out and do in the holidays they overspend and we know it's been a rough year and a lot of people use the holidays like retail therapy right. you know it's been <laughs> yeah. a rough year so i'm gonna go blow a bunch of money or i'm gonna go max out my credit card or i'm gonna go buy some new furniture all right if you are thinking about buying a home or you're in the process of buying a home do not dramatically change your debt right now. Oh, yes, please. Don't add more to your credit card than you normally do. Don't go out and buy the new car if you're under contract or thinking about buying a house. No matter what you think, you might think you can afford it, okay? What you can afford and what, and what a lender will believe that you can for. continue to afford by qualifying you are two different things. Right, and, and that also means don't, instead of not just maxing out a credit card, that doesn't mean go open a new credit card, right? Don't go as you're out there in, in the mall and they're going to offer you a 20% discount if you sign up for the card today. That will affect, could affect your your qualifications. And we've seen it way too many times. You're going to have to provide documentation. Oh, but it's it 0% be, interest, <laughs> right, Mike. Right. How often do you hear that? No it's payment. 0% interest. I don't have to pay anything. <laughs> right. it, you still have to pay. Yeah. Okay. And the, the, just because you don't have to pay for a year doesn't mean it's still not an obligation. And they're going to view that as an obligation and a debt no matter whether you have to they don't look at they look at the debt that you have they don't necessarily care that you're not going to pay it or that it's zero percent you know it's zero percent and no payments it wasn't free right okay <laughs> like i promise you you're paying for it it's just a matter of when yeah. and the lender knows that you it may not show up for the next year but in year two it's going to show up and then right. you're going to have to pay it and then you could go into foreclosure because you can't afford all your debts right and the furniture company you know doesn't think of it like the mortgage company does. Their their margins are different. Their their expectations are different. And, Absolutely and so right. they can come get their furniture a lot easier than the bank can come get your house. So but I see it all the time. It's zero percent interest. Is it zero percent interest for 30 years? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you not have to pay for 30 years? Because if your mortgage is 30 years, the only way the bank doesn't care about you incurring a debt is if it's zero percent and you don't have to pay for 30 right. years. Right. If that's the case, then you're great. Other than that, 
uh, it, it doesn't matter. And it, it was a really good deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's the other one, you know, like, oh, Rooms to Go is off. Rooms to Go offers a really good deal all <laughs> the time. Weekend, you know, yeah. there's a new sale all the time. <laughs> so, but no, tr- truthfully, like don't, don't incur more yeah. debt. Don't go into crazy debt. You know, I think if there's been a year in the last decade, maybe tone it down. This is probably that year if you're a home buyer for next year because it, it will put you in a, a, a challenging position. Um, it will cause problems for you in 2023 if you incur too much debt now, no matter what the rate is, no matter how long you don't have to pay, you're buying a 30-year commitment. Right. You know, and, and you know, the lender needs to know that you're not going to, you know, add something to your debt profile. It's going to harm that. And every lender, you know, they're monitoring your credit while you're in process with them. So don't think because they've already pulled your credit that, Correct. okay, I'm done, right? They may pull it again. It, it, Correct. It, there's alerts that come up and so they will get notified and you will get asked about it. I so mean, I know you've dealt with it, but this is probably one of the worst things you have to deal oh, with is when awful. somebody says, yeah. you know, hey, um, you know, we're, you know, we're, we we bought a car. Yes. You know, we're so excited. Right. You know, closing's in a week. Uh, the closing ain't a week anymore. Yeah. Closing is dead. It's... So don't go buy. Man, I, I preach it all the time, but I've seen the horror stories. Somebody goes out and buys a car. Somebody goes out and buys furniture. Another one is don't change jobs. Yeah. Well, that's. Man, don't change jobs while yeah. you're under process. Like your financial picture needs to stay the same. Yeah. You know? And we always send out a do's and don'ts, you know, list to people when, once you're in process. So, you know, we list all of these things through. But you, again, how many people just don't read it? People don't read them. And they don't. I mean, we so get it's worth I, mentioning. Yeah, I had something not long ago. I'll, I'll have the, I'll end with this last one minute rant before we bounce for the, uh, for the weekend. Sold a house a year ago. And in the property disclosures, in the email correspondence, and in the contract, indicated that the homeowner did not have the mailbox keys, okay? And um, everything signed, everything signed, sealed, delivered. A year later, um, apparently, I don't know how, but a year later, we get a nasty gram that the owner wants us to pay for mailbox keys because they were never provided any. And the (laughs) HOA told them they should have been provided some. Well, maybe you didn't read your contract. (laughs) Wow. A A year you know, so did they go a year without a mailbox? Come on, man. They probably lost their own keys and they're looking for somebody to pay right. the bills. Yeah, like yeah. accept responsibility. But yeah, people don't read. Wow. Yeah. People don't read the contracts. Well, anyway, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, hit us up at Duncan Duo for our cool AI technology report um, for your home value at DuncanDuo.com and hit up jointheduo.com for uh, all real estate agents thinking about a change of pace or a new opportunity at jointheduo.com and have an awesome rest of your weekend.